0: Huge a time I remember did
1: same. like I'm trying to like hear it through your headphones. This is week two. <laughs> Where well, we don't have a <laughs> damn splitter, man. So Amara's not hearing any of this. It's just me. And you guys driving in your car, listening <laughs> at home. Amarzio am here. Yeah.
0: I hope it's Led Zeppelin. I'm wearing a Led Zeppelin shirt.
1: Yeah, it's, it's totally Led Zeppelin, man. <laughs> you are wearing a Led Zeppelin shirt. Now, this is uh, Memories by Maroon 5.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I was going to guess this because yeah. I saw
1: it on your story. Last night, man. 100%. I should have. Ugh. Hundred percent. What you know kind what? of
0: idiot?
1: Okay, oh, listen. This I was is bad. I was in. Uh, this is gonna sound like the weirdest freaking humble break. I was in Hollywood, California, <laughs> at this mall, and I heard this song. Okay, like like memories, by Maroon Five. Yeah. But I didn't know it was them. And I'm like, this sounds like Adam Levine, hundred percent. And I'm like, this is a good ass song. Time goes by. I was in the car the other night with a Uber. This comes on the radio. I'm like, damn, man! When did Maroon Five come back with some like smash damn, hits like yeah. this? You know?
0: Yeah, I thought they were still doing those YouTube videos of
1: like crashing different weddings and stuff. Yeah, or yeah. <laughs> or like dude, like The Voice, man. I thought he kind of just sold out to The Voice. Anyway, it's a great song. Oh, Man,
0: no, but like I'm such a competitive spirit, and it's like I knew. I know. Today in the car, I was like, he's gonna play Maroon
1: Five. Well, because it was there was a massive hint because it was like last night that I rediscovered yeah. this song. Um man, this is this is cool. Uh, for everyone at home, I want to I want to break down where we are, yeah, really quick, Let's okay? set the scene? We have to set the scene, so we're going to need um we need some good music. Yeah, yeah. Cuz we are not at my house. Last week we recorded at my house. Yes. Week before that, we recorded at uh my studio for I guess one of the last times. Yeah. Which is sad. Now we
0: have a new place which you can think of as a studio. Uh it's where I used to go to school.
1: Yeah, one second. Uh, Let me get some... uh, A
0: lifetime ago. There's a lot of old people that say, in another lifetime, I was this. I was like, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Okay. You got the music. So, Oh, man, this is is menacing. (laughs) We are coming at you from an ex-psychiatric hospital. Yeah. No lie, guys. This is where Amar used to go to school. This entire campus... Used to be uh, a hospital for the mentally insane. Yes, Uh, back when they used
0: to call them mentally insane.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess they're not called that anymore. No, not anymore. Oh, is that a derogatory thing? I'd imagine. Really? Is it the mentally maybe insane? It's just yeah, it's people
0: Uh, living with.
1: Anyway, so but that's what they used to call them here. Like that, that they used to call this a mental asylum. You know why I say that is because. It's very Shutter Islandy. It's super. This entire campus is, if you guys have seen the movie Shutter Island, it looks exactly the same. Yes. There's little cottages. They call them cottages, which we are currently in one of these cottages recording, and uh, they've asked that all of the buildings remain the same. Yeah. From when they bought this, right? Yeah. So, the place we're in right now is brick walls, and these are the original brick walls.
0: Yeah, like, I I know Exposed Brick has had a Pinterest type of, you know, come up in the last few years. (laughs) Yeah. But this is not, like, fake facade. This is literally original uh, mental asylum, like, psychiatric ward brick exposed,
1: right? Just, like, you know what it is? Like, just the things that these walls have seen. Have seen. You know? ridiculous unbelievable. Uh, But
0: yeah, this building is really cool because, like, yeah. So they wanted to like make it super new and like new, like new technology and everything. Mm -hmm. So they just built in front of the facade, like in front of the old existing building. They put this like glass containing box. It's really cool. I can't even speak. Glass containing box. Really,
1: and some of this music is so damn (laughs) creepy. I I, man, I really wish you had headphones. Like, yeah.
0: Next week, next week we have headphones.
1: So, walking on here, this if you guys want to see what this looks like, um, I did a YouTube video. It's its under the glow water, one where Amara and I are actually walking on the campus. You can actually see exactly where we're recording from if you're curious. Yeah. But they filmed the movie Police Academy here. Um, 100% they must have filmed more. I think Suicide Squad. Yeah,
0: Suicide Squad. There's also, like, super sweet tunnels underneath this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if if there was a zombie apocalypse... I might come here. Might come here. Yeah, the it- tunnels makes makes a world of a difference, and you can like secure one cottage at a time. You know, is
1: this place haunted?
0: A few people say so, and a few other people say so because they're trying to make money off like haunted yeah, tours. Yeah, yeah, where they wear like the
1: the white face makeup. I'm like, ooh, I don't actually exist. My name's Ronald, and I work for tips. <laughs> You're like, yeah, okay, buddy, sure. All right. Um, okay, on a more of a I guess lighter note. Yeah. Uh today's topic, well, we're going to cover a few things, okay? Yes. As you can see from the title, today we're talking about uh, degrees and levels of success. Yes. Because this is an eye-opening topic that has helped me change a perspective to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. And when I brought this up, you said, oh, my God, like, this is exactly what I, I wanted was, to talk about, yeah. you know? Um. So it kind of just worked out. Nice. Yeah, I guess we had, like, the same conversation
0: with two different people. Like, yeah. You had your conversation and I had my own separate conversation at the same time.
1: Yeah. So there's a secondary, I guess a subcategory, because this is a rabbit hole. I guess we we have that luxury (laughs) talking about multiple things. I also want to talk about um, feedback and like the rating system. I know we've briefly touched on the rating system in the past, Mm -hmm. but I want to go there. Okay. And I want to start there. You want to start there? All right. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about feedback for everybody out there. Okay. Yes. So the feedback system is relatively broken.
0: Okay, take a step back. What do you mean by the feedback system? Okay. Are so we talking about podcasts, YouTube? Anything. to reviews? anything you do. So okay, here, anything I do.
1: Let me ask you. Okay, so anybody that is doing something right now, a side hustle, anything you're doing in life, whether it's it's a sport you're trying to progress at, the issue is you have to understand if you are asking every single person in your surrounding, okay, uh, hey, how do I do? What do you think? What like what? Would you do this? Would you would you hire me? Whatever. If you ask every single person, you will never get a one hundred percent agreed upon thing. One hundred percent, yeah. Right. So, let's take this podcast for an example. Mm-hmm. We ask people for feedback. People provide us with feedback, and it's always different. Yeah. What somebody loves, other people don't love. Yeah. So it's such a slippery slope. Because what happens is you start thinking, oh, they love it. Great, I'm going to do more of that. Then you get a feedback saying they don't love it, like this person doesn't. And you're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't do as much of that. And then you go in this like identity crisis of what do I do? Mm. It comes down to you have to do what you set out to do right from the get-go. That's it. And do not listen. Even if they're your best friend, man. Yeah. Don't just automatically put their feedback at the top of the list because they're your best friend. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like... Shout out to my close friends
0: for giving me the feedback, you know?
1: Shout out to your close friends and my close friends for listening. For for yeah, Because
0: that's a huge level of support. For sure. And then, you know, they they might like something. Because they have the privilege of being our closest friends, they might like something about us that really, like, appeals to them. Yeah. Right? Like, let's say, if my close friend loves when I, like, talk shit about things, right? He might want that in this podcast. Right. Right? But if the original idea of this podcast is we want to... Uh, open up the conversation of mental health and we mm-hmm. want to make it in a way that's approachable in a fun way in a light way but still go into some pretty deep topics you know yep this might not be the podcast for them however if they follow this story yeah right if yep. they follow the, con- the the continuation of this whole story and see how it progresses and everything and see where it goes you know i think this podcast could be for for everyone because we're not just talking about things that are not relevant. We're talking about things that we experience, like us as, you know, late 20 year olds, as early 20 year olds, as late 30 year olds, we all experience, you know, what does success mean to us? Right. It's a topic that is broad enough that we all can.
1: Right. But on on top of that, we're also talking about uh, our daily life. So I agree with you. I think this, anybody could essentially give this a chance. However, our, Literally, it could even come down to our presentation style. May not be for some. Maybe we're too goofy. Yeah. Maybe we're we're too serious. You know, like the the scale yeah. doesn't exist, man. Like for everyone out there, it doesn't exist. YouTube. Yeah. Take that as an example. I'll put a video out, and when I when I had the buying reality see video, I had so many people just wanting that content. Yeah. And then when I started making other content. My views weren't as high, so I'm like, "Oh my God, I have to make that again," and it's like, "No, don't appeal to one group or the loudest group." Yeah, because that's it. The loudest group might have the least amount of people, but because they're the loudest, that's Tend it. to think that's what it revolves around. Yeah. So, I, I this kind of stemmed from I had a conversation with my brother yesterday, and he has um, let me let me pull this up. He has feedback. Well, he's got <laughs> um a SoundCloud. Okay. Dope. Uh Where he, well, he's got a, like a, I guess a band you can, yeah, a band called yeah. uh, New Avenues. And he's made some of his own stuff. So this is one of his things right here. Very, like, vibey and spacey, okay? And then it just picks up really huge here. Like, you'll hear it. See how it just, it just takes off.
0: Oh, oh I can't. Oh, my God, man. This I, was like, th- this I was
1: like, is he? <laughs> no, <laughs> is sorry. he messing with me? I swear to I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> Listen, I'm so used to you being able to hear what I hear.
0: Yeah, I was like, where's the pickup? <laughs> no,
1: So, yeah, Amara can't hear any of this, but you guys can. You heard that big pickup, right? So I was chatting with him yesterday, and I said, you really like those big pickups, like right at the beginning of the song. And he said, yeah, because I feel like people's attention spans are short, so I just wanted to give put that at the beginning. And I thought, no, 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 no. like, let your music or let your style of music... Come from a place that you enjoy, and don't worry about people's attention spans. That's it. Because those people, if they, if literally they can't get through a damn song, yeah, then you're not going to be able to hold on to them as a loyal follower for very long.
0: That's exactly it. Like it's like almost. Hmm, I don't want to come out of this because it can. It's going to go into the success thing, but like, you don't want fake loyalty. You don't want people to follow you or like your music because it has big pickups in the beginning because you can hold their attention span quicker, right? right? You want to do something that's true to you, something that you believe in. Uh, and, and, you know, the the early pickup, he might truly believe in himself, mm-hmm. right? But don't do it because it's going to hold people's attention because that's just fake loyalty. It's just, you know, it's it's not really... Well, because
1: their, their music style is going to change too. Exactly. Like, I look at art pieces, and I'm, my art style, like the piece that I enjoy, like, I buy... Have changed over the years, and if I invested thousands of dollars in one art style, yeah, in 10 years' time, I've invested all of this money in art that is no longer what I'm really into, yeah. So that's why I only really buy maybe max one or two really expensive pieces a year, yeah, because they're gonna keep changing, yeah. But yeah, anyways, um, let's get into today's topic, okay? So today, we we're talking about levels of success. Um and what we define as success? And what we define success? What it, what does does is there such thing as a broad level scale of success? Yeah, like what does success mean to you? Yeah. What does what does it mean to you? Are you asking me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean I was asking the audience but it was like, okay, you go first cuz I just accidentally knocked out my laptop charger with my <laughs> arm. I'm flailing my arms a lot today just because we have so much room, man. Yeah.
0: Honestly, right right now when I'm looking at Dan and like, we're like speaking it's like perfectly cinematic there's a, a a exposed brick background to him with history right? man uh there's daylight coming in on his yeah. on the right side <laughs> yeah. of his face and he's just like falling off perfectly because it's daylight yeah like, you know it's diffused and everything it's like foggy outside. i felt i
1: felt that come in i'm just like wow i must look like, <laughs> like i've got something really good to yeah, say yeah right it's
0: like it's like falling off on the darkness on the left <laughs> side it's perfect contrast it's yeah. beautiful <laughs>
1: okay um, so take so us through what does success mean to me in a mars world yeah the the, the feeling yes. of success is often portrayed as fulfillment yes or wholeness what causes that have you reached it when will you reach it because i know you have a plan
0: yeah <laughs> the way he looked at it when he said because i know you have a plan <laughs> um no it's it's weird because i literally just had this conversation two days ago uh With my best friend and my ex-best friend who I haven't seen in years. Ex-best (laughs) friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, like, part of the crew.
1: That is a shot, man, 100%. Does does he know
0: this? (laughs) He was, like, really close to the crew, and then he had his own stuff to do in Alberta or whatever. Um, And, you know, he just, like, he he didn't, like, we still like him. We still love him. I still like him. He's a good guy, but, you know, he just doesn't hang out with us anymore. What stuff? Oh, okay. But he's in Alberta. I can't blame the guy. Is he going to hear this? (laughs) Maybe. No, probably not. He's excellent. (laughs) Anyways, um, so I was having the conversation with them of like, uh, because, you know, my ex-best friend was like catching up with me and my best friend, Luai. Um, He's like, so what do you guys like doing? You know, Luai goes first. Uh, You know, he's a sales manager and everything. You know, he's doing pretty well, Uh, like financially. You would say success-wise, shout-outs to Lu. He's got everything that looks successful. You know, he's got a really nice car. He owns his own condo. Um, you know, he hasn't even touched 30 yet, and he's making really good money and finances. But to him, thats he's always defined his success as, as you know, he's had certain markers, and he's loved the chase of, right. of making more money and providing for his family. I think his, if I had to speak for him, it'd be providing for his family. He wants to provide. Does he have a family? No, but he wants to provide for his future family. He wants to be able for his son or his daughter uh, to do whatever they they want, right? Okay. And then it, then the topic came to me. It's like, hey, Amar, how are you doing? You know? And I'm not like financially wise, right? I'm not making the greatest money. You know, I'm like, flight attendant is notorious for, <laughs> you don't make much money. Think of it as a paid vacation and then
1: that's the only way to... I'll stop you there though. Yeah. Because I, I disagree, like... Okay, well, maybe you're going there. I am. Okay, you go ahead. I won't stop you. Right, so
0: financially, you know, if you make thirty to $40,000 a year, yeah, it's not seen as successful in any stretch of the imagination, right? Right. However, if you think, you know, if your passion is, like if your truest passion mm-hmm. is to go travel around the world yeah, and, you know, go to the nicest hotels and uh, every day you're in a new city, like there are some people... Who are really passionate about that that's like their ultimate dream right if you can say that you know what i will take this ultimate dream of mine and be paid forty thousand dollars for it then how can i not look at that as successful right 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 with me i mean i have other dreams and aspirations uh, than being a flight attendant two more months and i quit. I've uh, been saying that for a year, literally since we started. I could probably trace that back to when we started this podcast, dude. I could trace it back to training for being a flight attendant when you are applying. <laughs> no, like in training, me and like two other guys we were like, "Yeah, we're here for a good time, not a long time," you know, because <laughs> we thought we we're gonna quit after training. It sucks you in. Yeah, it's a nice life. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, but now it's like I- I've talked about her before in this podcast. Uh, this. Mystery person, this mystery girl. All right. Uh, This is now like a little fork in the road because stupidly, in my own head, my own stupid little thoughts, feels like I have to... I'm missing a part of confidence, like a financial confidence that I can provide for her, right? And that's limiting me to asking her out, which is complete BS and it's completely (sighs) stupid.
1: Hold on, yeah, but also... Let, let let me just defend, uh, women in this sense. Most women are completely capable. Because because <laughs> yeah. this is you said now. Your friend Luai wants to provide for his family. Well, women are equally as capable of providing for their family. There's this sort of old school impression that the guy has to always provide. But we're we're in a time now where I would be shocked. Well, not shocked because I know it, it's a culturally it's different. Yeah. But for some people, for most people, if I had that nerve of like I can't ask her out because I can't provide for her, they would like slap you across the face. Be like, I don't need you to provide for me. I don't need no man to provide for me. Yeah. I'm capable
0: of doing it on my own. No, it's completely stupid and completely be like, it's complete bullshit.
1: But it's fair that you're saying that. Like, yeah.
0: Like I was having a conversation with with a friend of mine. That's that's a girl, and I'm like, she's like, you know, how's the relationship thing going? And I'm, I told her the same thing I just told you, and she's like you know that how stupid that sounds right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, like I told you in the beginning, like I know it sounds stupid that I feel like I have to provide because most women not only, you know, want to be independent. they like their independence, yep. right? Yeah, but also don't love you because you make eighty thousand dollars a year. You don't want those type of women. You don't want those type of women, right? So it's like it's complete bs that I think this girl is the one, and I'm not confident because I'm not making a hundred grand a year it's weird and the other fork in the road Mm -hmm. is but i'd rather just chase my dreams and start my own business and do that for the next year or two to live without that regret of you know what i tried to start my own thing
1: but you ask yourself where does that impression that you don't make enough money and she won't like you because you don't make enough money come from
0: Weird societal, like society. And when I say society, I don't mean like Western civilization. I mean all my experiences of society.
1: Right. 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 Sorry. I was sneeze. Oh God, I, was sneeze. <laughs> I
0: like whispered sorry to the microphone. I was like, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I got to sneeze. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, so uh, what I was telling them now is though I have this thought, and just like how feedback, some feedback, you know, you got to stop that thought right there and then this thought means 5% to me as does the 95% of me saying, I believe I found true success in chasing my, you know, in starting my business and, in, uh, in chasing my dreams and doing more of this. Right? So,
1: okay. Let, let me, let me stop you there. So your, your idea of success is to, to start a business. Is mm. that to make money? No. What is it for? My idea of success is
0: I wanna start a an industry. Yeah. Uh, take a job at starting an industry where people can be but, nice but, but, but for but a what's, living. What's What's the end goal? Um. I I believe like being able to impact the world is my version of success. So financial
1: stability doesn't come in. I I
0: don't think so. I think it'll okay. come from impacting the world but um my ultimate version of of success is impacting the world in a in a good kind nice way because i think on your deathbed most people whether you're steve jobs or whoever you are all you care about the money doesn't matter like that is i don't know how many books are written on people about about people on their deathbed saying that money does not matter, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. all my
1: financial stability, all my billions of dollars but didn't that, matter. But that's said on your deathbed. So it, it, it's kind of a biased thing. That's okay. after you provided. It's after you've made it. Yeah. A- and it's after you know you're on your way out. So it's it's very easy to say a statement like that. Like, oh, you know, money doesn't matter. It's easy because now you're, you're on your way out and money really doesn't matter at that point. Because mm-hmm. in the afterlife or whatever happens to your body we're all the same yeah rich poor it's all the same but those statements sometimes like irk me because you know how like you're on your deathbed to say such a thought-provoking thing like money doesn't matter well that's great but i still have like 70 years that i have to get (laughs) through like, you know, your
0: landlord is still going to... Whether someone's on their deathbed or not, yeah. your landlord's still going to come yeah. and ask for rent.
1: Absolutely. So, I don't know. I don't know. I get... Yeah. Anyway.
0: There's a reason this whole thing sounds muddy. If you're listening and you're like, okay, well, what have we... Cut, like, what's the answer here? Like, it's a hard answer. And it's it's going to be very hard to find your clarity in this very muddy thing.
1: Well, here, here's why. Okay, so, um, I believe that... The level of success, or, okay, let me, let me go back. The life in as a whole, okay, mm-hmm. everyone feels, and I was talking to this with my friend, like this is, was, I guess a lot of this was her wording, okay? Yeah. Um, a lot of us feel that there's this pressure to get to a destination, Okay, we have to get there. We got to make this much money. We got to have a family by this age. We're always chasing after a marker of where we should be. And then when we get to that marker, there's no sensation of the the destination stopping or the journey stopping. In fact, we, we get filled with, oh, what do I do now? And we hit this crisis because the truth is, and this is what I feel, that life is literally one giant arc, okay? Mm. It's never... Okay, I'm I'm 27. I made it. I made a million dollars. I made it. No, you made it for now. Then what? You know, like it's always the grass is greener. It's always a then what. I I really find it hard for someone to sit there and say they are completely at their destination. Yeah. If that's the case, well, what are you working on now? You know, I yeah. don't know. I just that's the way I see it. Yeah. My idea of success is for sure i would love to have a happy and healthy and a big family yes uh, that's one side of things okay i think financially it, it's not a bad thing to say you want to be rich no oh. i do want to be rich yeah i want to make money and that doesn't that doesn't make me shallow it doesn't change anything because i want to have a big family either yeah i want to have a lot of money i want to have a big happy and healthy family yes you have those two things what like Honestly, what else could you need? You have, you have the love and and family yeah. time, you have the health, and you get the money.
0: Yeah. So, so this is very close to Luai. I guess he wants, he made them both into one thing, which is he wants to have a lot of money so he can provide for his family. Yeah. Right, and like to ensure that he can have a happy, healthy family that can afford to go to college or whatever that they want. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, what more could you need? I'm gonna two examples and i think the second example you have a lot more experience in but to me i think the chase of money is literally it's so infinite like right now if you're sitting at home and you're like i would love to make ten thousand dollars a month right like it seems like an impossible kind of thing you know wow if i can make ten thousand dollars a month you know i'll be making 120 grand that's a lot right yeah but that chase to ten thousand dollars a month feels Almost exactly as soon as you get your 10,000 a month feels exactly the same as getting 20,000 a month, right? And y- you, your mind yeah. is so good at making things so infinite. Uh, and like the other example is of how infinite this whole thing is, is like followers or subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. I'd imagine the the happiness that you got and your extreme joy when you hit a thousand subscribers was the same at ten thousand subscribers and at ten thousand you're like okay, I kinda need a hundred
1: thousand. In fact, I would say I was happier. Here's the thing. When when I was getting those smaller markers, it was way bigger of a feat for me. When I hit a thousand, I was like, damn. When I hit a hundred thousand, I'm like, damn. You know? <laughs> and and now because as you grow and get bigger and bigger, you become a business and a brand. Whereas when you're starting small, it's like a club mm. with just your whatever friends want to watch. Yeah. He, let me quickly touch on this and i'm going to talk about this in my youtube video as well nothing pisses me off more than when people say oh i wish dan got more views uh how does it feel like people are obsessed over my views yeah why i've like on a larger scale i've hit like 85 million views i'm not chasing views. Yeah. I did at one point. I've been doing this for 7 years. Eventually you're going to want to change things up. I'm now doing this podcast. I now do a series with Bell Media. Yeah. Like I've expanded. So not all of my eggs are in one basket like they used to be. Yeah. So when people are like, "I'm so sorry Dan for your views." I'm like, "I don't give a shit. I really don't give a shit." And that's the most beautiful thing about it. Yeah. Is I once did and you could see because that's where a lot of this success came from. But as you grow and you want to try different things, not all your eggs are in one basket. And I genuinely am putting videos up and doing this because I love to do it. I need Mm -hmm. to make it a passion again. And I just I don't need people that are from Idaho that are 16 to be obsessing over my affairs. Yeah. Has nothing to do with them. Yeah. You watch the video. Did you enjoy it? Great. Give it a thumbs up or subscribe. You didn't like it, move along. Yeah. No need to critique. That's it. You know? Because your mode
0: of, I don't give a shit about views, right? And and like you, I believe that you're very authentic in that and you very much believe that, Mm -hmm. right? Is almost as hard as someone saying, I am successful without the need of having money. You know what I mean? Like finances do not determine my success. Like for me, honestly, for me, other than if I were to have a family because right now it seems like the priority for me is another version of success. I don't, in, in my version of success right now, finances truly, truly do not, or they matter very little. Like
1: financial stability. let be honest, it has to matter. It has to matter, for but, sure. Like Of course. Money is, it makes the world go round.
0: 100%. And like I wouldn't have these aspirations without money. Without, you know, I couldn't give up three hours of every week to do this podcast. Right. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have money. Right. Like, right. uh, That's a tough thing when you don't have any money on the extreme end of not having money, you don't have time or space to aspire to be more. Right. Right. You're just living, if you're living paycheck to paycheck and things like that. Yeah. There's very little freedom to aspire to do podcasts because instead of podcasting, I could go work, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I could get money, but so I do feel bad for people who, who can't, uh, who can't afford to lose time on doing something for free or putting eggs in different baskets.
1: It's it's tricky to say like you feel bad. I feel bad if someone's been dealt a bad hand, yeah. but I see people that are so rude and upset because of their life choices. Yes, and. And are bitter towards people because of their life choices. Yes. Everything I've done has been a life choice. Everything you've done has been a life choice. I'm here because I've chosen paths to bring me here. Yeah. Some people are choosing paths in a different way, different mindset. And what drives me personally nuts, and maybe I'll get negative feedback for this, is when people bitch and complain when they've chosen these questionable paths. That's it. Okay? So nobody said you had to do a life of crime. Nobody said you'd do a life of drug use yeah. or selling drugs. Nobody said you had to do that. Yeah. There might be pressures based off of where you live or the environment you've grown up in, yeah, which makes I, it harder to challenge. But if the drive inside of you is strong enough to want to reach a level of success, you don't have to do those things. Yeah.
0: It's... it's and, and even like for like even smaller things that we make choices on. You know, it's like, if your ultimate dreams are to go on vacation, right? Or to always live on a beach. Like there are some people who would love to always live on a beach. Like that's their uh, version of like their happiest life is just living on a beach, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then maybe you shouldn't uh, buy that next Mercedes or maybe you shouldn't uh, buy Supreme t-shirts just to fit in with your friends. Maybe you can book a one-way ticket to Bali, to Mexico Mm -hmm. and live on a beach in Mexico or live on a beach in Bali. If that's like, if that's the thing that makes you ultimately happy. Right. Right. But a lot of people look at how can I make more money to, to get away from my stresses. A lot of the stresses are the choices you're making today that you don't, you're just doing it to fit in with your friends or uh, this girl has this bracelet. I need this bracelet. This guy has this Gucci belt. I need to buy a Gucci belt. You know, it's like that money that you're spending there, unless it makes you happy.
1: So, yeah, yes. I mean, look, there's also this this negative connotation that, oh, you're spending money on all these things. And look, that makes some people happy. Legit, materialistic things make people happy. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'll I'll say when I get a new piece of technology, I'm happy. 100%. You peel off the screen. Ooh, baby. It's like the best. (laughs) You know, so for some people... Look, we're already, we've are already we already changed and challenged the society's view of what success is, you know? Because yeah. like, the idea of a Gucci purse making you happy should be frowned upon. It's like, oh, really? You need that? It's like, why not? Yeah, why not? Why For not? some
0: people, that's literally their ultimate happiness Absolutely. is
1: Gucci everything, yeah. right?
0: There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. Um, but if that's not your happiness, if you're just doing that, just, you know, like just sometimes you just spend money on stupid things.
1: Like... It's interesting because we, we look at people and we all know, and I use this in quotations, weird, because what is, whatever, yeah. weird people, and, or what we classify as strange people. And we look at them and say, oh, they've got this weirdest hobby and this and that. But it's like, is it weird because it makes you uncomfortable? <laughs> Most likely, yes. Yeah. Um, because if it makes them happy and they're not hurting anybody, what's the problem? I look at the, the most problematic people in this world are extremists, mm. people that have one view. And if people don't agree with that one view, I'm going to end you. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's not okay. That's what causes a <laughs> lot of the world's problems is extremists, man. Mm-hmm. People that aren't open-minded to different things. And that goes with levels of success. People look at me. Oh, I don't have a million subscribers. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that'd be amazing to have. I'm not saying I don't want it. Of course I want it. Yeah. But do I lose sleep at it at night thinking I'm a failure? Absolutely not. Yeah. Not for a second because people that have a million subscribers aren't more successful than me. Yeah. They just have more subscribers than me. That's it. Because I don't view subscriber growth as necessarily a big level of success. Yeah. You're more popular, but it doesn't mean you're more successful in my world. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in the YouTube world, where people are arrogant, the higher they get in subscriber count. So maybe sometimes they're less successful on a on a society or on a um, conversational note, or or personality trait. Yeah. That if they if that's what's happening, they're getting more arrogant as they get bigger. They're they're technically becoming less successful in the department of being likable.
0: That's the thing, and I think what you've uncovered is like, you know. It's okay to, not it's okay, but like, it's obviously okay, but you need to appreciate people as this complex set of everything. People are so complex. Like, people are not just like, okay, Dan's a YouTuber. uh, Subscribers are all that matters, right? Think of it as like when you've played like video games and you have to like create a player and you're given like 100 points, Mm -hmm. right? And it's like you got to spend your 100 points on either speed Or strength or this or whatever, right? And it's like you get like that little pentagon of like different areas, right? That times like a 100 traits, like you were saying, like this YouTuber could have, you know, 3 million subscribers, but be – so he's like super high on that side of like that pentagon thing, right? But on the other side of maybe he's arrogant, right? Or maybe he's a piece of shit or maybe – uh he has his own problems maybe he has family problems you know like you lose on other sides mm-hmm. yeah even though on that one extreme side he looks super successful
1: yeah so it, don't you take like, don't no, take
0: people as we've said before there's less. another
1: thing that's kind of frustrating is like you look at um comedians that have committed suicide and people in this this post i can't stand it i can't stand it and i wish it would go away because I know what some people see it as, and they think it's a great, charming post. It is not, okay? It shows all of these comedians and musicians smiling and laughing and saying, this is what depression looks like, this or this is what someone fighting suicide looks like, Mm. right? Shows them all laughing. It's... What I feel that post did is it, like, captures anybody that might be happy as... Well, the idea is that it captures anybody that that has the ability to laugh to also have the ability to be depressed. And that's the truth. Yeah. Okay. The problem is it's it almost paints them as if they're living a lie or they were living a lie the entire time. That's yeah, not how... Yeah, yeah. I, I genuinely think those people were happy. Yeah. And... At that moment. Briefly, and I apologize if this triggers anybody, but briefly we'll talk about suicide here for a second. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to skip ahead a couple seconds, go ahead. But suicide is... A moment in time it's a chemical imbalance that convinces you that this is the way out this is the only way out mm-hmm. so it is a moment in time you don't to be you're not I wouldn't say you're suicidal for three months yes. consistently no you can be really depressed and down but I think suicide is belts right yes and so when I look at these posts of like this is what suicide, it's like no that's that's who they were don't don't taint them all as being these suicidal people. Yeah. It was just a moment in time, right? Um, what where, where, where were we saying? Sorry. I'm mean, yeah, I, I talking it. about
0: comedians. Uh,
1: um, you're, you're talking about,
0: yeah, you were talking about comedians. Yeah. And then before that, we were talking about how, I, I guess you, you know, maybe you were trying to say as, as comedians, you can see them as super successful people, but they still have these inner dark thoughts sometimes. Right. Like you, you might think no, of someone, I don't know.
1: So what I, I was, com- I was like combating that, that, that idea that, well, yes, of course, everyone has a bad day. Everyone has course, stresses, yeah. right. Uh, that was just, I guess, a, a side note or a rabbit hole side note <laughs> yeah. of one of those posts. But um, all in all, I guess the way I see success as it's, it's a, it's like a cloud. Okay. It's a scale, but it's made of cloud. Okay. And so we look at it as a society and we say, okay, I can see it. Mm-hmm. You just can't touch it because you can't change it. it the society's idea of success is this cloud scale. Mm-hmm. So where you fall on it is depending on the mass majority of what people feel you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dan, you only have 600,000 subscribers. It's not that successful. You know, I was once working with this brand and this, this fucking guy, man, like so rude. I, I met him at a, a concert and he's like, can I be honest with you? I'm like, yeah, he's like, you need way more followers. And I was like, I was like, what an arrogant piece of shit. Damn, man. Like, like, as if I don't like I was already invited to this event. Yeah. And and I earned it, your way there. And earned my way there. And on on his scale, okay, I was I had more followers than some of the other people there. Yeah. Based off of his rating scale. Yeah. Okay. So for him to say that, which then somebody else from that company reached out the next day and apologized. Yeah. And I'm like, first off, this guy should be apologizing. I've always, I have, I don't have respect for this guy anymore. And he's got a pretty big role in this company, but I look at him and I'm like, you don't deserve that. You don't know where you're at. Because if you're going to talk to someone and say, you don't have enough of a following, I get it. He's not wrong, technically. Sure. He's not wrong. But you don't just say that to somebody.
0: No, yeah. I mean, I, I could, I, I again, I get it. Like, it's... You know, he, that's the business he's in. And, you know, someone might say, oh, well, Dan, that's the business you're in and all that. But that's like going to like a conference of like local restaurants, right? Mm-hmm. And one restaurant or the guy who invited all the restaurants goes to one restaurant. He's like, can I be honest with you? You need more money.
1: Or it's like, can I be honest with you? You're not the keg. And it's
0: like... <laughs> No shit. No shit, bro. You think I don't want more money? You don't think I I know that I need better staff, I need more followers?
1: When somebody was apologizing to me, it's it's exactly what I said. I was like, you don't think that I want more subscribers? Of course I want more subscribers. Does it change who I am? If you talk to me when I have a million and you talk to me now, I'll be the same guy. I hope I'll be the same guy. Yeah. Because it's all subjective. None of that shit in my world, personally, my world, Matters. Yeah, I look at these people that have over a million subscribers, and they're just so damn arrogant and won't talk to people, and they're larger than life. And I'm like, when that fails and when that falls, because it it will for everybody. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Because you just shit over all these people, thinking that you're you're God's gift to us. Yeah. You know,
0: honestly, uh, suggestion for the audience, <laughs> uh, for the listeners is. I know it all sounds super muddy and it's supposed to sound super muddy. Like what your success means to you is different from what it means to Dan. Completely different from what it means to me. What you have to work on is constantly finding out what success means to you. And you don't just find it out once when you're 20 years old or once when you're 30 years old. Mm -mm. And that's where you're striving towards. Mm -hmm. Have the check-in every six months, every year, maybe even more frequent of, okay, well, what does success mean to me now? And am I working towards that, mm. right? Have conversations with older people. Have conversations with people that are honestly in a hospice on their way out. Have a conversation with your parents. Have a conversation with your little sister, right? And it's going to vary every time. I'm, I'm telling it's you. It's going to vary all- every time, but you need to kind of get this, like, worldview or big view of many ideas and some ideas, just like how we talked about in feedback, some ideas you're going to have to stop right there and you're going
1: to have to not give them as much attention. You straight up, you have to look at where they're at in their life because that's if you're, it. if you're meeting with some other hospice, yes, it's the situation is, is breeding a, a thought process of they know they, they've lived their entire life. Let's see what they've learned. But that's just one person. But, and that's one stage of life. Yes. So you have to understand, like, we've talked about this. Older people will be more comfortable with death. Yeah. Whereas, are you comfortable with death? No. So you're already at a different stage of life. They're going to say things you can expect. Uh, Money doesn't matter. Spend more time with family. Not wrong. But money doesn't matter. Well, look look at the situation. You're the one that's still trying to upkeep your house. Yeah. That's to do car payments. Their bed's already paid. Yeah. So... Yeah. So, so some feedback you're gonna have to
0: stop right there. Exactly. Take it with a grain of salt. Um, but you know, just figure out what success means to you. And honestly, and it's a trap if you think, oh, success me, mean, what means to me is like just to be nice to people and this and this and that. You gotta think of what you actually care about and what's true to you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Don't do something because you know your friends care about it a lot. Don't do something because society right now cares about it a lot. Like do something that's true to you and something that you will never get sick of. So. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Hope it helps. Okay, guys. Uh, there you have it. <laughs> we were very passionate about this.
1: <laughs> of course. Of course. Because and a lot of it
0: is us talking to ourselves, you know?
1: Absolutely. This whole podcast is it, coming from our own perspectives, right? But, there's a lot of truth here that success if you really think about success it it's a floating word. There's no how do you just how yeah. would you describe success? Like I'm actually curious. Let me just check really quickly what the definition of success is.
0: And yeah, things change so fast in like society's views.
1: Like here,
0: I swear to you 10 15 years ago, girls had the stringiest eyebrows in the world. Now they were thick ones. Now man. they we're ahead, ahead the See, were ahead of the game. We are ahead of the game. We made fun of in grade three,
1: <laughs> and and y'all y'all are eating shit now. Okay, here we go. The definition of success, okay, is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. Nothing in there says anything about financial That's popularity it. or anything like that. It is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. Find your purpose. Find your aim. And accomplish it. It's it's simple. Anyways. That's it. We'll end with that. That that's is the definition of success. So it, it even goes to show there is no concrete, de- pure definition. It's yeah. something that we've made up. Um, so yeah, ask yourself what is, uh, what's success to you. Yeah. You know? And don't be so hard on yourself when you're not making the money you want to make. Because it's, maybe that's not really what matters to you. Maybe it matters to your parents. Maybe it matters to your friends, you know? Don't look at a snapshot of your life now and say, I haven't got to the markers, to the accomplishments. Yes, yes. Look at the ones you've already hit. Look at the aiming marks you've already hit. You know. And enjoy the journey. Oh, nice. Okay, guys, we'll see you in the uh, next episode of Rabbit Hole. Take care. Love you.